Whether you're a professional athlete or a seasoned corporate executive, it is easy to enjoy a lifestyle where a paycheck is calling all the shots. But is that sustainable forever? Welcome to Tell Your Boss I Quit with Pete Gutekunst, founder of Good Financial Services and financial planner with Raymond James. Pete helps you financially bridge from the journey you've started through the life goals you've imagined. Sooner or later, by force or by choice, life takes turns. Listen as Pete discusses how to take charge and make your move on your terms with confidence. What is your purpose in life? Wow, doesn't that sound like something from a therapist couch? But Pete Gutekunst is here and he means it. The main theme in his book, Tell Your Boss I Quit, is purpose. I'm Patrice Sikora, here to dig into the meaning and the concept. So Pete, tell me about purpose in your book. Define it for me. Sure, absolutely. It's funny you say that about therapists and therapy, because I suppose there's a little bit of that in our financial planning profession, but I think that also scares people away. And that's not what we're saying. I think it's a matter of what purpose is and, and what it's not. So uh, I want to first clarify, when I talk about purpose and tell your boss I quit, I'm not saying what is your higher purpose or calling in life. And I think sometimes that maybe scares people away because they think, well, I don't know, I don't know, I don't really know. <laughs> yes. But really purpose to me and, and really what I, why I think it's so important and, and, and I spend a lot of time with it in the book is it's the purpose of what your financial resources are to be used for. And so some of those things could be 10, 20 years away. Some of those financial resources are needed for something six or 12 months away. And what I find all too often is people have a conversation about how much risk they're willing to assume as an investor. And it's a very arbitrary, how would you feel if markets rise or fall and what's your time horizon and all of that. But it's a there's a lot more to it than that. And I think when you think about how soon you need your money, because really that's why we have these financial resources is to be able to spend it and enjoy our lifestyle. And so that's what I mean by purpose is, is this money that you're going to maybe do a new roof next year? Well, that's a very different uh, time horizon uh, than say, is it a, you know, a big uh, trip you're going to take 10 years from now or five years from now? Is it going to be money maybe that you're going to withdraw a little bit from every year and it'll be part of your retirement income? Well, that's a here and now kind of a need, but it's also a, you know, a longer term kind of a need. And so you're blending investments and you have the ability to, to rise and fall with markets and that kind of an investment strategy with that purpose. And the reason I think that's so important to stress purpose is then we're having a conversation about what is going on right now to your financial asset and does it make a difference right here and now or are we still on track for the longer term strategy of, of that particular of that particular goal so if it's a, a car you're going to buy in six months we can't really afford to have that suffer a market drop but if it's income what we're going to take out a little bit each year over time but over a very long period of time the market drops are an expected and an understandable thing that's going to happen along the way. And that's the context you want to keep in your investment decisions. You mentioned risk tolerance. Mm -hmm. You should have a, a different risk tolerance for the short-term bucket versus the long-term. That's, that's a good question. It's the case is with the, the time horizon is different. 
And so, for example, uh, 2008, the financial crisis isn't all that far off in our memory banks. The, the S&P 500, the stock market, was down 39% that calendar year. And so, with a short-term bucket, you can't afford to possibly lose 39% of money that you might need to spend a year from now, 18 months from now. So that's what I mean by purpose. And so you have money that you may need and you're saying, oh, I've got a risk tolerance for fluctuating in the markets. Well, that's fine, but your risk tolerance can't afford to take that big of a hit for something you need to spend in, in 12 months from now. And that's why I think we come back to purpose is that many times people have a risk tolerance that is uh, that is too great. Uh, and so therefore they're taking risk in a short period of time. And on the other hand, sometimes people are worried about what's going on in the short term when it's not really going to impact them in the long run. So that's why we want to focus on purpose. And is it really affecting that rather than then focusing just on your specific risk tolerance? Do you find your clients are pretty clear on their goals or do you kind of have to pull it out of them? You know, I, I, I don't think you have to be particularly uh, organized or goal-oriented. Uh, many people are, and they have in mind exactly what they want. Uh, but, but for some people, just like they don't like the, the thought of purpose because it sounds like therapy, a lot of people get scared off by goals because they just aren't that organized and have it, have it lined up you know, quite that way. And so they're, they're afraid to have that conversation. But I think if you just have you know, bigger overarching uh, ideas, you can then begin to define, define that purpose and really begin to define the goals. Because uh, really, when you get down to it, purpose is aligning to these goals. And one person uh, you know, might want to work until they're 70. Somebody might want to retire a little bit sooner. Uh, some, but some people want to you know, buy, buy a shore house or things like that. And so they just kind of throw it out there and it's just sort of this, this goal. Uh, and what I find is that by helping a person identify what their lifestyle is like today, that's something that we can all get our hands on. And so, for example, if you're still working and earning a paycheck and you have a net cash flow and that's pretty much supporting your lifestyle, if I say, what's your goal in retirement? Well, I'd like to live the way I like the way I live now. Okay, well, how much are you making now? What are you actually depositing? We know what your lifestyle costs. I don't really have to get into the weeds of that goal. That's a pretty general thing. Um, but that starts to frame a purpose, whereas some people are very specific. They might know exactly every penny they spend or something, you know, something they want to do very specific. And that's great too. But that's what we try to do from a goal standpoint is you don't have to be super organized. It can be kind of a general sense, but that's going back to the purpose is, are we trying to turn on an income stream in the future? That's a purpose of an investment asset. Or are we thinking maybe over the next 10 years, you'd like to buy a, you know, a, another property or something like that? Well, that's, a, that's another purpose. That's another goal that we put inside aside of that. And that's, that's how we start to build out build out goals. We don't have to be real specific and be able to be uh, high clarity, but it is a conversation that takes place over time. And I think that's really the key part of that is you have to be able to just begin to talk it through and continue that conversation over a long period of time. Well, there's no question we've seen a lot of volatility in the markets lately. Mm -hmm. How can someone 
have faith that they have made the right decision? How can they have that confidence? Is there somewhere they can look or what should they be thinking? Well, I think if you think back to the, this whole premise of, of, of purpose is one thing is, is what we start to do is we identify the things that we should be measuring. And so if we don't have goals, if we haven't defined purpose, what we're really doing then is if, if things are going good, bad, right or wrong in the investment markets, we're not measuring that against anything other than just what's happening out in the world. And so a person can, can be confident in their, in their decisions by having defined this purpose to their investment assets. So for example, we're, you know, we're in a difficult market right now, markets are down. And so if we have someone who has a, a strategy in place where they're expecting to take three, four or 5% of a withdrawal from that every year, they can look at that portfolio and still project going forward. And how does that income stream likely to, to work and operate from this point going forward? And so we can measure that and, and, and have a comfort level of that. We can also look inside of, of that strategy and see, do we own things that are holding up better than some others? And so a good investment strategy should have a contingency plan. And so that's part of the confidence too, is that a, if we have some things that have done okay, or I'll say adequately up to this point, and some things that have done particularly well, the things that have done well lately might be the things that are giving us the most difficulty right now. But if we need to take money out, it's those things that maybe we're just doing adequately that we're very grateful that we have in the portfolio right now. So if we look at it from a purposeful point of view, we're taking money from places that we expected to uh, be able to provide that for us in an environment just like what we're in today. Suppose someone does not have any plan and life surprises pop up. What can they do? Well, if they don't have a plan and life surprises pop pop up, that's when people can make, I think, really some costly errors. And so I think they want to take their time and they want to be able to talk through and, and have that conversation of purpose at that point in time. In the, in the absence of a plan, you start to then react to what's happening to the market and feel that you have to do things one way or another because of what's going on right now. So what I would say is if in the absence of plan, sit down at that point and start to, de to determine what the purpose is of those different assets that you have. And what that may help you do is it may help you hang on to some things that are going to, in the long run, serve you better to let them recover. It may help you identify maybe some things that are just uh, you know, shouldn't have been in there in the first place, or or maybe some things that that you now see, are, like I mentioned earlier, are holding up a little bit more strongly. And if you need some money right now, you can you might want to you know pull from that. I think really what you want to always be able to do in a good plan is to be able to buy yourself some time. And that's a conversation I always have with people in this kind of a market is buying yourself time. And so, hey, what you want to be able to see is. Can I stop making withdrawals right now and buy myself some time? Do I have a, a cash reserve that I you know, had, hadn't really intended to touch, but I, it'll help me buy some time so I don't have to withdraw right now and weather this storm? Uh, do I have, like I said, do I have other assets types that have not gone down as much? That's really the key in this is buying yourself some time. And I think when you start to see, see purpose and see where you can do things in the short run, uh, that's where you're buying yourself some time. And, and if, if, you, if you have a plan, 
if you've been talking before that, um, and maybe maybe that was a question you were going to ask me, Patrice. What if you have a plan? <laughs> All right, Pete. What if you have a plan? <laughs> if you have a plan, so some of the things that might have been put in place might have been a um, a securities based uh, line of credit. That's a way of withdrawing the the value of your uh, of your investments uh, in a non qualified account without selling something, and you're basically going to pay yourself back later. And so, let those assets. So, rather than selling low, borrow some money that you need to pay yourself now without selling low. The asset gradually over time gets closer back to where it was ideally, and then you're able to to kind of pay yourself back at at that higher value. You're giving yourself that cushion if you have that cash reserve. A lot of people come in and will say, how much should I have in cash? And I always talk about what's what helps you sleep at night. And I don't think there's this you know three, six months of income kind of rule of thumb. If you don't sleep well with whatever that number is, you know, when times are good, it certainly isn't going to be able to sleep well when, when times are challenging. But when you have that kind of a cash reserve, that also buys you more time. And that's where I think a good plan has those contingencies. There will be assets that you'll own over the last five years, let's say, that were doing okay. And you might have said, why do I own that thing? Why is that in my portfolio? It's doing okay, but it's not doing really gangbusters like some of these other things over here. And you'll be a time when you'll say, you'll be very grateful that you have that. Over time, you got an adequate return, but you weren't trying to reach for too much. So when times are tough, like right now, that might be something that's holding up particularly well. And that's what we find with our clients is we have those places that we can turn to and we have that conversation about buying time or look, we, you're going to do what you were going to do because that was a goal, but we had money as a purpose that was going to be ready to pay now, regardless of what's happening in the investment markets. And that's, that's what a good strategy has in place is those contingency plans. I like that. How well are you sleeping? Test that. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. If you think about it, you're really when it comes to investment decisions, and that's again, let's come back to this purpose: is that you're you will make good decisions and feel more comfortable and confident in how you handle your other investments if you feel good about your cash reserve or or just your stability position. If you're really kind of going close to the vest and you've got just enough money in the checking account to get you through you know, maybe that month, you're going to be more concerned about where the next month is coming from in a bad market. And that's potentially going to make you make some poor decisions. And so if you have that sleepability, yeah, I'm, I'm still okay with that. Uh, you know, I have that cash reserve. Then I think you're able to ride out and, and make a decision to stay the course. And that's really what all of this is about. It's about having a conversation. And you started out by, you know, saying purpose, and it sounds like a, th- a therapist. Yes. And and in a sense, that is true because the conversation is like therapy. But we're not talking about your higher purpose or calling in life. What we're talking about is what's the purpose of that financial asset in what you want to what you need to do just to live your lifestyle. And so we have that conversation. And as long as you're, oh, I'm still going to be able to do the things that I want to do right now. And I'm still going to be able to, to uh, you know, maybe I can put off taking money out for my investments as I thought I would have at this point, because I have that securities-based line of credit, or I have that cash reserve, or maybe I can just wait. But we're having that conversation 
and we're buying time or we're in a position to be able to do something you know, right now. And that's really when we have that purpose, that's when you say, okay, oh, there's that thing that, that uh, you know, was doing okay, wasn't doing as well as the stock market of the last five years, but it did okay. And now I need it because it's not down 10, 15% like the market and I need to get some money. Well, I got a nice return on that and I feel good about it and I don't have to sell it at a bad point. So we're really having that therapeutic conversation and feeling good about just not what we're doing now, but it's not going to hurt us in the long run. We're going to feel good about where we're headed still. Pete, how can people reach you? You've got lots of good thoughts and I'm sure we've got lots of good questions that are percolating out there. Sure, sure. Thanks. The uh, Certainly come into our website, goodfinancial.com, G-U-T-E financial.com. And uh, there's a spot on there where you can uh, request a phone call right on our Calendly link. Uh, you can go to tellyourbossiquitbook.com and uh, order a, a copy of my book, Tell Your Boss I Quit, where we talk a lot about this purpose. And uh, there's also some links there for some tools that you can use to start to generate maybe some conversations for yourself internally, do that self-therapy, uh, and, and uh, also maybe prepare you for a conversation uh, with us and, and really kind of talking about what those goals are. So if you're super organized, we'll get right down to it. We'll get out the spreadsheet. We'll look at your budget. But if you're not, you tell us what your net pay is right now. And you know, right on the back of a napkin, we've already got a purpose for an asset that's going to generate income to replace in the future. So of course, you can always call us. All that information's on the website. Outstanding. That is Pete Gutekunst, host of this podcast and author of the book, Tell Your Boss I Quit. Follow us, rate and review, and please share this podcast with friends and family. Thank you for listening to Tell Your Boss I Quit. Click the follow button below to be notified when new episodes become available. To learn more about defining your financial purpose and how you can thrive and not sacrifice your spending in retirement, download Tell Your Boss I Quit by Pete Goodekinst. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the host and or guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Raymond James. This content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional financial advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service providers with any questions you may have regarding your individual situation. Securities are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc., Goot Financial Services is not a broker, dealer, and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. 